All right, everyone, it's Thursday. I'm Major Dow. Time for Happening in the Hamptons podcast, our weekly breakdown of the Hamptons market, new listings, and events on the East End. We are sponsored today by New York Title Abstract, the Hamptons' leading title insurance firm. Visit NewYorkTitle.com. And we have Steve Gleck, Dave Retiner, and today, a first-time guest, one of our newest agent, Elliot Pegg. How are you, sir? I'm great. Thanks for joining us. Uh, welcome to the fun that is our Thursday recording of our podcast. This is episode 150, 151. Wow. We've done a couple. In no like way couple is of, that depressing. Yeah, I mean, this is cool. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so Elliot, welcome welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Saunders. Tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into this crazy game, and, and what you're up to. Uh, yeah, so originally from England, not Australia, <laughs> as 90% of the people tell me. Why? Um, What's the confusion there with the accent? I don't know. I don't know. It's the accent, and I don't think... People can distinguish similar? the difference. Yeah, okay. um, but yeah, it's been Australia for a long time. Sometimes I just say, okay, sure. What's, what part I'll of England? I'll be from Sydney. Um, I was born in Brighton and then I actually moved to Southampton, funnily enough, near Southampton. In oh, that's funny. So, and it was meant par- to be. What part of the Hamptons do you now reside in? <laughs> I live in Southampton, New there York. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I moved over when I was 22 kind of backwards and forwards a little bit and then from 2015 i've been out here full time so and, that's cool. and you are uh a tennis pro still a tennis pro were a tennis pro uh, i was i've been playing and teaching tennis for a long time okay um i ran a tennis club out here for eight summers and actually lived in california in the winters but then i moved here in 2019 and so what brought you out to the hamptons was it tennis tennis yeah so you just followed the tennis path and it led you to the hamptons it did and you came out here and like you found i guess you fell in love with the place yeah. Um, well, you literally I mean, got well. married, right? I got married. Yep. Yeah. Finally, and somebody decided to. You know. <laughs> your, wife, your wife is from out here? Yeah. She's from New Hampshire originally, and then she moved to the Hamptons a while back. This is what um, happens. My wife grew up out here. Now I live here. Just, yeah. You know. But the Hamptons was, is great. No, it's great for tennis, mm-hmm. and it's great for real estate. That's yeah. two of the things that you can become really successful out here. So, one, like. Um, for me, I, I wanted to build. Like, I didn't want to be a, a one-trip pony and come for one summer and leave. Like, I wanted to build and build the club up. And mm-hmm. it doubled, tripled in size Nice over the eight years. And that's kind of, for me, it's something that I see is that, you know, something you want to do as a person that's involved in the Hamptons and the industries. What is it about tennis that's like, because out here, I mean. Yeah, what is it? Uh, yeah, because I don't get it. About and it. Like, I, people I want tried. tennis courts at their house. Like, there's tennis clubs everywhere. Yeah. People are obviously willing to pay for Is it something that, like. You have to be born with, or you grow up with it. You get- it's just got everything. It's physical, it's social. You know, um, you can play it at all different times. You can be all different levels. Mm. Um, you know, obviously, it's becoming really public and popular all around the world. You know, so I think more and more people just get involved in it. But you can play it when you're 85, and you can play it when you're three. I think a big part of it too is that you can only, you can play with two people. You know, there's not many sports where you could play like a, a real match I'm that full. just has, you know, yeah. the minimum of two people, right? Like yeah. if you're playing football, for instance, you can't just play football yeah, you with two people. You can't play soccer with two people. You can't play, I mean, basketball, you kind of can. Baseball, you can't. So there's not many sports where you could just say, hey, two people go out there and play like a real match, you know, And then if you, you know, if you join a, a club, like there's the social element, like you said. 100%, 100%. And that's a big thing in the Hamptons, right? It's right. the social part. It's the mm-hmm. doing the events. It's being part of, the, you know, the Hamptons Classic and going and, you know, doing all these charity events. And I think that's just where tennis has really grown. And I think that's why 
being in the Hamptons for tennis in the summer in the tennis world is is great. If you're if you're a tennis guy and I say pickleball, is that like I have to hold my breath. All right. I'm just curious. I don't know it's really popular. I, I like pickleball because I do like it. It's a lot easier than tennis mm-hmm. and it's a lot more accessible. Tennis, tennis is, is very, yeah. very difficult. It's expensive. Um, and, you know, it's a lot. And you need probably two hours to get a good workout if you're playing with three people. Mm-hmm. Whereas pickleball, within 30 minutes, you're, you're tired. Like I was mm-hmm. at a listing yesterday and one of the, the agent was like, just so you know, like, take a look. This tennis court has pickleball lines. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I've seen that yet. I mean, you it makes can put sense. Four, you can put four pickleball courts on oh, one. Yeah, it's, so. it's for space reasons. Yeah. Like, most people can fit a pickleball court in their backyard and not a tennis court. Yeah. And, um, no, it's just a lot easier, I guess. Ease. I take mm. the tennis racket that I have and hit a tennis ball in my backyard to my dog. And that's kind of the extent of my tennis ability my wife's good at it um not so much but well you work with vince horkacitas who's top agent out here and he's is that how you connected with him yeah i met him through trying to find a a rental in august for the guys that work for me um and it just ended up being that he was the listing agent and i knew who vince was Mm -hmm. i've always threatened to be in real estate has always been something that i knew that naturally i wanted to transition to Mm -hmm. um and when I saw that he was the listing broker, I was like, well, if I'm going to meet him, I'm going to talk to him and just be upfront and honest about where I want to be. Mm. Um, and he gave me a shot off the off go. He said, if you get your license, I'll, you can join my So day. how so long ago was that? So that's to cool. be in real estate, I yeah, like that's that. Cool. So Elliot, you got your license, Coming to work with you. what, four or five months ago? Yeah, I got my license. Um, I passed the test end of September. Okay. I, about 10 days later, I was working with Saunders. So what's close. what advice do you have? There's a lot of new agents that recently got their license, switching over industries and be, uh, diving into real estate. What What's some advice you can give some new agents that are looking to get into real estate out here in the Hamptons? Um, I definitely think joining a team at the beginning is huge. Um, I think it's a tough business to get into. There's a lot of agents out in the Hamptons, and I think you need that support mm-hmm. and the education from the get-go. Um, that's a big one. It's a full-time job. You can't be doing two other things at the same time. Um, you know, it takes takes time to get momentum. It takes time throughout the years to really build a, a network and listings. Yep. Um, and I think, you know, a big part is being social and trying to meet as many people as possible. Um, so those are three big ones for me. Um, but definitely joining the team and working full time. That's I good advice. You know, you, yeah. you linked up with literally one of the best agents out here with Vince. Um, and he's happy to have you on. He, he trains you, gives you your advice and you're learning from the best, you know, going at it yourself. It, you, it can be done. It just takes a lot harder to get to the, to where you want to be. But when you're learning from the best, you're going to pick up things. You're going to pick up, you know, how to transact, how to uh, market the properties, how to, you know, network, you know, how to put deals together, how to negotiate deals. These are all lessons that, you know, learn people learn from experience. And when you have somebody that has 20, 30 years experience, you, you're going to pick up very quickly on that. I think are, mm-hmm. he touched on one of the things that, that we've talked about this before, but like being one of the biggest misconceptions is like, if you want to be a successful, you have got to be all in. Like you've got to, you know, you well, can at have this point, at this point, it's not even a question. Like right. I think maybe yeah. five years ago, you could have your license and then maybe you could do a rental on the side or you could do a sale for a friend on the side. But I think at this point now for, and I'm not really clear why, but I think it's technology because yeah. like you need to, you, you need, need to, to know really know the market and you got to be ahead. And yeah. the only way to be ahead is to be in it every day, day in, day out. Studying it. Yeah. yeah you can't just like cut ahead. 
like you used to be able but to. But that's how you get business, right? You know, are they going to want to go with someone that's works 10 hours a week or they're going to want someone that busts their, you know, yeah, right. mind like Vince does. And, and knowledge is power. With right. the technology, the buyers and sellers have so much data at their fingertips. So if they know something... And then they're interacting with you and you don't know more than they do. They're like, what are you doing? And the only way you can know more than they do is if you're in it 24-7. You've got to be a sponge. That's Mm -hmm. something. Yeah. And that's what we're seeing. It's no no surprise. It's no secret that the agents that you see in the office that are working full-time are the most successful agents. Like, there's a there's a correlation there and, and it there's a formula. And I think it's a hard time. pill to swallow for a lot of people. Cause it wasn't always like that. A, I mean, that's and the, the thing. Yeah. Like, and there's a, a real sacrifice. A yeah. There's yeah. a real sacrifice now you have to make, you know, you really have to give up your whole other life, you mm-hmm. know, if you want to, but Elliot, you're learning, you're, you got thrown right into the fire. You're learning quickly. And what do you like? People want to know, what are you seeing? So you're, you're in, you know, new to this market. What do you see in this Hamptons real estate market? I mean, we've all been doing it in this room for many years. You've been in it for many months, but still living out here in the Hamptons. Where do you see it going? Where do you see it going this year? You know, we're in February now. Um, so I'm learning that this time is definitely getting more busier. I think I came in at a good time because October, November, December is, is slower months, which Vince was something that he told me. You know, so not getting stressed out about that was a big one and knowing that it's not mm-hmm. going to be as busy. I'm seeing that if stuff's priced right, it's selling. Okay. I think that's a big one. Having the knowledge that you're pricing the house right, where you're going to get bites. Um, mortgage rates are slowly going to drop. Um, we've kind of had the knowledge from saunas and meetings. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, I think the houses being priced right, people are still going to buy. That's mm-hmm. always the key. And, you know, and just coming in at this time in the market, you're able to learn the inventory a lot easier because it is still low inventory. So, like, if you're coming in and there's three, six, five thousand listings, it's hard to like study all the all the listings on the market. But now, when there's only you know roughly thirteen hundred active listings, you're able to zero in on focus on the market and learn. So for new agents coming in, I think it's like one of the best times because you're going to really get a handle of all the activity that's coming in. And yeah. Out. It's also a difficult time, I think for in, in the industry in general, post COVID. So it weeds out all the week quickly, quicker. Yeah. Cause during COVID, everyone was becoming well, a real estate agent. To give, put it in perspective, yeah. you know, people say there's, you know, call it 2000 to 2500 agents out there. Okay, fine. And there's 1300 active listings. Okay. Right. So not, right every, bat, yeah, you know not that, every agent's getting yeah. one listing. Right. And it's, it's a lot harder to, you know, get a listing these days, you know, right. but we're seeing more listings come onto the market, but there's so it's, it's very competitive. And being that you're connected with the team, you're able to work some of his listings, right? Some of the Vince's has a huge team. He has a big book of business. You're able to assist with open houses, do showings, uh, update rentals. So you're, you're able to get your foot in the door and have a listing attached to your name more quickly than being out there by yourself. So I think it's, um, the A number one advice that you gave was work with uh, alongside uh, a top agent and learn from the best. I think that's the best advice you can put out there. Let me ask you something, Elliot, because uh, obviously when you're an athlete and you're playing tennis as a profession, you know, you're a competitive person and Vince brings that up. And uh, do you think that is an advantage for you in some way? Like are you, he he's mentioned to me that, you know, every time he engages in something, he you know, aims to win. He's, com- he's com- always competing. And it's kind of like that in the office with him with really anything, you know? And, 
do you have that edge and do you feel that that helps you in some way? Yeah, I think can you kind of describe that edge because I don't really understand it to be honest <laughs> with you because when I when I play a game or a sport or whatever, I try to win, but I'm not like animalistic about it. Like I, I'm not like crazy, you know, like where I really want to win and it really upsets me if I don't win. Yeah, but I, mean, I, I have noticed that with Vince where like if he's even playing like a board game, he gets really upset if he loses and he gets really happy if he wins. Are you kind of like yeah, that? that I'm not. Um, I'm competitive in that. I think the most competitive person is myself. I'm, I'm competitive against myself. Oh, that's cool. Vince is competitive against himself and other people. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I think naturally sport, people that are successful or play a lot of sport or teach a lot of sport are just naturally competitive people. Mm. Um, and I think one of the things that Vince saw in me and he sees in Alfredo and he's worked with other people that are in the tennis is that can translate into real estate. Um, for tennis, you have to put a lot of time into it. That's a full-time gig as well to get good at your job. Mm-hmm. There's also a lot of competition for tennis pros out here. That's you know, true. You guys, we talk about real estate. It's the same thing with tennis pros. There's hundreds and hundreds of people that are here in the summer. You're doing house lessons. You're trying to get clients at a club. So I think just a natural competitive nature transfers over to real estate. That makes sense. You want to be successful in anything. I mean, you got to, it's competitive, right? If it, it, the, the closer to the top you get, the sort of smaller the funnel. Um, so what do you have as far as real estate offerings? I mean, what are some of the listings you're working on right now? So I got my first listing, um, which was really exciting. We're actually doing a poker night and it was announced because an email came. <laughs> that was the, that was so funny. And you I were like, I, got, I feel so good right now. Wait, you, you've been in it for four months. It was like two. When was that? It was like two months in, right? It's a poker night. Well, I can't remember when it was. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I mean, that's really good. You know, what's the address yeah. of that listing? It's four eighty nine Great Hill Road. So, it's actually it's actually a very unique and it's a really cool listing because I like this place. Um, you know, it's only on point one of an acre, but for a home buyer, it's a first time home buyer. You don't have a pool. Mm-hmm. You've got three beds. Um, and it's turnkey. You can move straight into the house. And taxes. So, Where are the taxes? Taxes like two and a half k. Right. There, that's that's you know, the so hook right there. That's the hook. That's crazy. It's only one five. One four nine five. Being able to get a house here and the taxes being at that low. Yeah. I mean, that's that's incredible. Yeah. This is ideal first time home buyer house. Get you to get you in the Hamptons. It's fully. It's all updated. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Location. It's a pretty artsy looking. It's it's, it's yeah, pretty it's, nice it's looking. You got basement. Yeah. You know. It's you know. And you know when I moved into my house. The taxes were a little bit more, but I was able to move straight in. Mm. And that's why I was able to buy out here. You know, uh, it's not big land, but you don't have to worry about landscaping. And that's the thing. If you're trying to get out here on, on, a, on a budget, this is the house is perfect. It's everything. All the all the everything is going to be easy to maintain. And you don't have yeah, to worry about place. this big property, the landscape and the pool and this. This is an ideal first time home buyer. And, you know, if you then move on to something else, you can always rent this and, and buy a bigger house. Yeah, so I mean, he rents it. Stone. He rents yeah. it over the winter. Like people yeah. coming out there in December. You know, so it's got like a good rental up. history. As this well. is it's a home run, Elliot. And congratulations on obtaining a first listing in in that short period of time. Most Thank people you. work an entire year before they get yeah. a listing. So. Yeah. Um, I see a lot of success in your future. Yeah, for sure. I've talked to agents that are like, I didn't make any money my first year. You know, it's like, so to have a listing is a big deal. Um, well, we've got to sell it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good Making point. Nobody with the Call listing. Elliot. No. Um, speaking of listings, let's get a rundown from the boss of what we got from last week. All right. So last week I got 
the high of the month of 26 listings going into contract this week is no different there's 25 listings that went into contract from west hampton to montauk when you compare it to the same time last year there were 19 so we're looking at an increase of 32 percent i like to, we should ring a bell you know when i when i say increase you know <laughs> uh, the same week in 2022 there were 37 listings that went into contract so that's a decrease of 32 percent but the breakdown of the 25 transactions this week there was one between 10 and 20 million one between five and 10 million five between three and five million six between two and three million nine between one and two million and three under a million the dollar volume this past week was 76 million collectively last year was 58 million looking at an increase again of 31 percent and 2022 the dollar volume was 101 million so that's a decrease of 25 percent new listings coming onto the market there were 33 new listings so this number keeps increasing so that decreases the inventory by eight listings and the breakdown of the 33 new listings there were six between five and ten million seven between three and five million five between two and three million nine between one and two million and six under a million the overall inventory stands at 1698 total listings with 1318 active and 380 currently in contract so another another great week to round out january right the past two weeks mm-hmm. we're seeing uh 26 and 25 listings going into contract now, well, we're, we, coming, we, now we're coming into february we feel it back in the marketing department i don't mm-hmm. know how you, you guys are your team is always running around like crazy but uh, I, mean, I mean i'm really feeling it in the back of the marketing department like it's uh, like every day somebody's coming in I, I got this listing i will you know it's like oh my goodness but it's like yeah i mean alfredo action is, alfredo you know? is yeah, every day right now he's got so many showings and it's, yeah. it's crazy all these open houses I've been doing, suddenly they're getting offers mm. on all of these houses. That's yeah. great. And I think it's a large part to the weather as well. If you look outside, like it's you know a 50-degree day. Here we are in February. So I think the weather being the way it is, we're not like, you know, we don't have inches and inches of snow, thankfully. It certainly feels like it's, winter. It, we're in the middle of winter. And yeah. it feels like winter's over. Well, the it feels, or coming to an the end. Groundhog That's what said it feels we're, like. We're, uh, early spring was what the groundhog said the other oh. day. So. But doesn't it feel like that? Day. I mean, it was, yeah. 30, it was cold this morning. I trust the groundhog. So yeah, I'm going Top on. meteorological, yeah. that, right? Uh, Puck to Tony <laughs> Phil over there, you know. That was a great movie. Just really quick as well. I've seen that. People put in offers now because they want to be in a house in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right. yeah. The tax season's another one. They don't want to worry about anything until yep. the tax stuff's done. Mm-hmm. They don't want to deal with it over Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's like, okay, we're in Feb. We've got three months until right. Memorial. Do you Monday. find your now clients think like macroeconomically? Like, are they, do they think like about you know the over the wars are they thinking about the state of the world are they thinking about the state of new york city are they thinking that way at all yeah vin's actually mentioned that to me he said and i didn't really think of this but the war has caused people to not travel as much Mm -hmm. it's a scary that's true that's really true if you're not going to travel as much i feel like people got that out of their system after COVID as well right they're like okay now we can travel again they got out of their system now they're like okay now we want to settle a bit more and we want to start coming out here more. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Um, if it's nice this weekend, I guess you can get outside and play like some cold tennis, but what else you got? I'm uh, playing golf. I got golf? my tea time. Okay. All right. yeah. There you go. I play that once a year. Um, 
Dave, what else you got for us this weekend? Golf, tennis, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl weekend, <laughs> football. That's still still happening, huh? This yeah. is it. The is big this game. a big game? Or Taylor like... Swift. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Taylor Swift's gonna win. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Actually, in all yeah. honesty, I heard there's like bets and stuff of like, will the like you can bet on if the camera cuts away to her during the national anthem, like oh, probably, yeah. the coin flip, like everything. Everything's uh, like you can put money on anything. That's, that's scary. scary. What's the over under on just, that? That's I don't just, know. <laughs> that's just blind gambling. I, I sort of blind gambled on the on DraftKings. You know the app I bought, or I uh, bet on. Uh, I, I don't want to say who I bet on. Did you lose? No. Okay. No, I have a bet in place. Oh, 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 oh you don't want to tell us what the bet is? Yeah. Well, well, you tell me who who, who you bet on. Are you betting on anybody? Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I bet on the. I, can't, I bet on the Chiefs too. Yeah. I, I think the Chiefs win. I do. And um, not because I don't think there's like a conspiracy. We're going to watch greatness. We're going to watch greatness on Sunday right before our eyes with Patrick Mahomes. So remember that name. We're going to hear about it for many years. I think he's only 28 years old. So he's got a crazy. lot left in his, in his tank. So you're going to be hearing that name for a lot. It's but, the side throws that are crazy yeah. to me. Yeah, he's, he's like he's side throws. And, yeah. Um, so, all right. So the Super Bowl. Yeah. So the Super Saturday? Bowl. The Super Bowl is. Uh, so I, I made a list of places, top places to go for the Super Bowl. Number one place is the East Hampton Clubhouse. Uh, we were all discussing that earlier because they have the huge Agreed. TVs and it's great bar and Sounds it's all about sports there. Right? Yeah. So it's a whole thing. So that's and I would think that that's like the only place really in the Hamptons that's like the ultimate. With big sports experience, yeah. With that many, TV. with that many big TVs and the sound system, all you know, pumping the game. I think, I think you're right. Yeah. So, but in you know, also in East Hampton, Cheetah Nuova, a lot of people watch sports there, okay. um, right there on Main Street in East, or on Newtown Lane in East Hampton, and then Shippies in Southampton, the new restaurant, uh, well, the, the new renovated restaurant, 75 Main also has uh, the nice TV set up over there. Union Burger does as well. And then we're kind of debating Townline. Union Burger, I would go as number two. That, yeah. That's a great spot for Townline Barbecue. Townline, maybe too, yes, yeah. maybe yes, no. Townline. All right, so that's that covers you for Super Bowl in the Hamptons, I think. Um, then you got the annual poker tournament slash fundraiser for the Kiwanis Club of Southampton. And this year it is at Main and Prospect at 15 Prospect Street in Southampton. And the $125 buy-in includes dinner and open bar. Doors open at 6 p.m. and cards start at 7 p.m. So is it is this like legal? You can't like legally what how does that work? $125 it goes to charity. You don't I don't think you like you win. Yeah, you win prize. I think you win prizes you win and like stuff a like prize. that. Yeah, it's like chip But it's like count. a charity thing. Okay. But sure. poker is like a serious thing. People play. <laughs> Vince will probably fly back from Florida. Yeah, people play poker. If I was around <laughs> yeah, that, Las I, Vegas I, I, Vince. Would, I would definitely play if I was around. Um something yeah. Something else that's kind of cool is the Reggae dance party with Rum Punch Mafia is Saturday, February 10th at 8 p.m. at Bay Street Theater. And Rum Punch Mafia is just like a cool reggae band. So I love reggae. It's so easy. Okay. It's so easy. You just listen to reggae and you just, you're in a good mood. So that's at Bay Street Theater. Uh, you can buy tickets to that. Um, but they're not expensive at all, really. And they do a lot of Bob Marley covers like One Love and Exodus and Steer It Up and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. And then finally, 
you know, if you got kids and you want to support, uh, you know, this is a nice thing to do. It's uh, Valentine's Day pony camp and party. So February 10th, 1 to 4 p.m. It's not cheap. It's $350, but it's ages three and up for all riding levels. And you do for the whole day, you do grooming, you do horseback riding, you do arts and crafts, and you do treats and drinks. And you can um, RSVP for that. You have to uh, do it via cell phone. Um, just look on Hamptons.com for the number. And I don't know. I love horses. So they're great. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't have enough horses in my life. There's a couple of things in my life. I don't do. I don't camp enough and I don't horseback ride ever, but I fantasize about it all the time. I'm like, <laughs> it'd be so great to go horseback riding in Montauk or wherever. And Actually, I, I never a, do it. There is a place up there that used to, I, Yeah, it's like, it's not expensive. It's like yeah. for $75, you can go horseback riding like half a day. Yeah. I never do it, but I dream about it. Okay. Well, maybe something you know. to look into this summer. I'm a pretend horseback rider. Okay. <laughs> you know. um, and, and Elliot, you're playing golf this weekend. Yeah. So there you go. As soon as I saw it, it was 50 and sunny on Saturday. I that was it. 220 tee time. Mm-hmm. Um, Where? Uh, Cherry Creek. There's actually a nesting pair of bald eagles there right now as well, which is really cool to see. Oh, that is so, cool. Yeah. Those are big birds. Like, you ever see them yeah. like up close? I can't believe yeah. they're out here. It's like so it's normal. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I've like seen a couple here. down on Brennan's board. So wild. Yeah, there's there's so like so a cool. bill. There's a nesting pair. I know. No, it's like I see them every now and then. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. Well, on that note, Elliot, thanks for joining us. We'll have you back on again. Good luck with the listing. Thanks. And everybody, have a great weekend. And enjoy it. Hopefully it's nice. Hopefully this is the start of warmer weather. Who knows? Um, Anyway, that's it. Everybody have a great day. I'm Andrew Dowd, and that is what's happening in the Hamptons.